Chapter Two of Tell Us Another by Winfred Hurst, S.D.S. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Bernard's Thanksgiving Day. Bernard, I wouldn't advise you to risk it today. The lake is frozen over. That's true. It may hold you along the shore, but further out it's mighty thin, and you might go through. Twere better to stay away. I don't trust this rubber ice. Not I. Thus spoke Farmer Williams to his son. It was the 25th of November, cold and frosty. The preceding night had been bitterly cold, and everything now lay clasped in winter's chill embrace. The nearby lake presented miles and miles of dull white and blue. It was a frozen mass, so it seemed from a distance. Bernard Williams had been sharpening skates and making a great fuss generally, and looking for straps and such like things. But now his father had spoken. It was like pouring cold water over a hot stove. So quickly did his enthusiasm cool off. In the kitchen some moments later he told Annie all about it. He didn't forbid it, he added after telling of his father's admonition. He merely said, I wouldn't advise it, and so I'm going anyway. After our magnificent dinner at Grandmother's, I'll just skip down to the lake and cut some figure eights. You're surely a goose if you do, said Annie with sisterly bluntness. Oh, you are a goose, too, rejoined Bernard, half angrily. Then we are both geese, and we are certain to get ourselves eaten at Grandmother's Thanksgiving dinner, laughed Annie good-naturedly. She said no more, for what can a sister do with a big, headstrong brother? Twas two o'clock in the afternoon. Bernard Williams, sitting on an old log behind a clump of willow bushes on the lake shore, was putting on his skates. The ice was splendid, smooth as glass, and just as transparent. Oh, how fine! exclaimed Bernard, as he arose and made a number of fancy cuts and twenty-foot strokes. Now for some fun, miles of it. Out you go, Benny. The ice was thin, he noticed. How it sometimes cracked! How rubbery it seemed to be at places. Where it sags, it never breaks, cried Bernard as he sailed along. Oh, unconsciously, he had gone out further and further. Then as he turned to look back, he uttered a cry of surprise. There was the shore, fully a mile away. He looked through the clear ice. Dark and deep was the water below. And how very thin the ice seemed to be. T'was only an inch thick. He could tell it from the air bubbles. The vast expanse of ice was everywhere cracking. There were the sharp, plunging cracks and the dull booms, as is always the case on a cold, sunny day. As he stood gazing at the shore, there was a sharp, running sound, and he saw a little streak of water glimmering between him and the land. "'It's a crack!' he exclaimed. "'Can I cross it? And if not—' With startling vividness, his father's words come to him. Bernard, I wouldn't advise it. Bernard. How full of love and fatherly care that one word had been. Rrr, rrr. I wouldn't advise it. I wouldn't advise it. So the strokes grated on his ears as he glided towards the shore. He had reached the crack. T'was two inches wide, he noted. The water bubbling over covered the ice three feet on either side. As he neared the crack, the ice sagged. He started back aghast. His heart pounded in his ears. 
I wouldn't advise it, I wouldn't advise it. He swallowed hard. An awful feeling of fear gripped him. I'm lost if I go through, he exclaimed trembling. Dear God, I'll never disobey again. Guardian angel, oh, help me. He looked about for help. No one was in sight. And how could anyone have helped him out there on the thin ice? I must try a quick slide, he muttered weakly as he went back for a start. Guardian angel, help me now. He was crossing, but he felt himself sinking, slowly, slowly. Then his right skate caught the opposite edge of the cracked ice, and he fell. In went his right foot. Already the icy water was up to his knee, and still he felt himself sinking, sinking. "'Twas an awful moment. "'Angel guardian,' he cried. "'Help! Oh, help me!' At that moment new strength seemed to be given him. Pulling himself up as best he could, he made a last desperate effort, and threw himself forward. And, God be praised, he cried chokingly as he slipped out upon the smooth ice. I'm safe. Ten minutes later he was on shore, removing his skates with trembling hands. Bernard is a man now. Since that eventful Thanksgiving Day, 1906, he has ever valued his father's advice. Time and again has he said, My guardian angel saved me then. End of chapter 2